Welcome back to Just Upstage of Downtown, the Music Mountain Theater podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Lavery. One of the most sacred times for any MMT performer is the one to two hours between performances on a two-show Saturday. You come down off the high of a matinee, grab dinner, catch up on social media, get to briefly go home if you live close enough, and recharge for the Saturday evening show. Between shows on Saturday, January 28th, I was absolutely blessed and honored to sit down after dinner with the cast of MMT's first main stage production of the 2023 season, the 1978 Fats Waller Review Ain't Misbehavin', which originally starred Nell Carter, Andre DeShields, Armelia McQueen, Ken Page, and Charlene Woodard, who replaced Irene Cara after an off-Broadway tryout. My discussion with the Music Mountain cast occurred less than 24 hours after the release of body cam and surveillance footage of the January 7th police beating of a black man, Tyree Nichols, in Memphis, Tennessee. Nichols died three days later. The five black officers identified as being involved in the assault were fired and criminally charged, and the city's Scorpion Street Crimes Unit was disbanded as a result. Against that backdrop, on the Music Mountain stage, I spoke with the cast about Ain't Misbehavin's 11 o'clock number, Black and Blue, the significance of opening the MMT season with a show with an all-black cast, and what community theaters can do better to further diversity and inclusion. My name is Justin Derry. I am a resident troop member with Music Mountain. Audiences probably would know me best for Mitch Mahoney when I was in Spelling Bee with uh, Music Mountain a few years ago. I also did the 70s concert. And then last season, I did a number of shows, uh, including uh, producers, uh, where the last weekend I was uh, swung into the role of Roger Debris. My name is Sia Brown. Uh, I, I guess uh, in TV audiences would know me from Aida playing Nehebka. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Jazzy Thomas, and this is only my third show here at MMT, um, but my first show ever was Drowsy Chaperone, where I played Trix, the Aviatrix, and I got to fly a plane on stage, and it was kind of epic. Um, and then I was also in American Idiot in the ensemble. Hi, I'm Sierra Nelson. Um, audiences would know me for Aida as Aida. Um, Maisie and Suzical, Muzzy and Millie and Thoroughly Modern Millie. I'm trying to think. A bunch of stuff, probably like a dynamite hairspray, ragtime. Yeah. Just a bunch of stuff. Cool. This place has become my second home as far as theater comes. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Sean Williams II. And you may know me from most recently Jimmy and Thoroughly Modern Millie. Uh, Richie and a chorus line, Marib and Aida, and possibly George in Godspell. So let's start with Ain't Misbehaving. You know, had any of you ever done the show before? What did you know about it? Um, what did you know about Fats Waller? Funny story. Um, this is my fourth production of Ain't Misbehaving in the past two years. So two years. (laughs) I've done the show quite a bit. It's very near and dear to me. Um, It was actually the first show that I did coming out of COVID. So it was a huge deal and a huge undertaking because musically it's a lot more complex than people think Mm. it might be. Mm -hmm. Um, So since we were in quarantine, we'd learned a lot of the music on Zoom, which was actually incredibly helpful because we got to really like hone in on our tracks and individually get them together before we got together in person and started blocking and stuff like that. Um, 
So it was fun to come into a completely different group that I haven't performed with um, and kind of take the pieces that I had learned from those past productions and add them here. And were you the same track? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I've always been the Armelia McQueen. Sure. (laughs) That's another question that I, I wanted to ask. Like, as you all familiarized yourself with the show, I mean, the original cast had some heavy hitters in it. So how much did that kind of inform what you were doing? Or did you just take the music for what it was and, you know, from day mm-hmm. one kind of put your own, you're, you're nodding your head, Sierra. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was not informed at all because I made the choice to not be performed. I don't feel like I love Nell Carter, but I just, us as humans like how she presents her timbre her tone (laughs) is completely different than mine so i just knew that i just wanted to kind of develop my own little backstory and um and also vocally approach it in a way that feels natural to me because fun fact i was a vocal jazz performance major in high school i was a double major so I really feel like anything that's jazz, if, I don't care if it's theater, if it's anything connected to jazz, I want to be authentic about it. So that was, in my mind, those were the important things when I was kind of working through this. Yeah, I connected with Andre in ways of, Andre the Shields, um, in ways uh, like his, yeah, similarities in personality in some ways. In some ways, we present ourselves a little, you know, a little loud, you know, sometimes, a little sassy sometimes. So it, I related in that aspect. Um, just as Sierra said, we don't have the same timbre, same voice, or anything like that. So that wasn't really hard to do. You know, you just try and make the songs your own. Yeah. Um, but as far as characterization, uh, we have plenty of similarities, but there's more things that, you know, I've brought to the table. It's a little bit more funny to it, so, and make it my own. It's funny that you should say that because watching the show, I think, the second weekend, I thought about you and I doing Godspell, Mm -hmm. and that's similar in a way in that, like, we call each other, except for Jesus and Judas, mm-hmm. we call each other by our own names, right. but it's not, it's not you. It's a it's an outsized sort of part of your personality. So right. I guess that's a, another consideration. Where in the process did the book and the, the music kind of take a backseat to letting the personality come through? The last several <laughs> days, wouldn't y'all say so? Yeah. I, mean, I, said, I, I gotta I keep it real now. After we opened, I know. I was like, you know listen, I, mean? I don't know if this is the answer that people expect or want to no, hear. No, but no. I feel like it, it took a, last, a back seat at the last minute because I don't know. Like, well, it just, it, you take into account. So, Music Mountain Theater, we have this experience of. Um, the two-week rehearsal period, yeah. mm-hmm. so it <laughs> lends it lends a um, it doesn't give you much opening for developing character if you have not already studied the character or you've already played the role before. So in a lot of ways, as you're going through the show, yeah. you kind of develop who this character is, and there's no there's no right or wrong answer to that because. Uh, in the process of leading up to us opening, it's been very organized as far as how we're making sure like, okay, this day we have blocking, this day we have music, mm-hmm, this day we're going to do mm-hmm. this, so that we are not absolutely worried 
during tech week even if something doesn't look right or something doesn't happen we're always like okay all right the show always opens we always have a good time with it so it's not it's not too big of an issue or to me honestly Mm -hmm. but it's important for us to um like we develop those characters later on and then i also (laughs) feel like because like the more we were around each other that was also helping us to develop it because there's no it's not like there's a big ensemble it's us it's just us us. so it, it was very much so like okay if we're chilling in backstage like we always we turn on the music we back there dancing <laughs> we're back there joking around yeah. we're just doing all these things and learning each other's personalities so then that was kind of helping to connect our characters as well like if that makes sense so right well and Sean you were talking about kind of the similarities and differences between you and Andre De Shields um, mm-hmm. you know Tia I think if I if I had to pick an adjective for your track in general it would be exuberant maybe so so talk about that a, a little bit because you you really personify kind of uh, I, I think a, a lot of where much of the excitement of, of this show comes from just because of that track oh mm-hmm. wow well, thank you I mean well, all credit goes to um, Cheyenne Woodard um, I was not familiar with the show um, prior to being cast. Um, I had only like just come across the vinyl at Prison Record Exchange back in 2019, and I was like, oh my God, look at this album artwork and all black Broadway cast. Mm-hmm. That's what drew me to it, and then never listened to it, shame on me, until, <laughs> until I was cast in it, and, um, and I had watched the, uh, the recording on YouTube, mm-hmm. as you know, you can do or can't do, but I was like, I got two weeks to get this right, so let me look at it. <laughs> and she, her smile, just red yes. from like it's just it's just just teeth, just, yeah. teeth, <laughs> teeth right yeah. and just like so much excitement I can't help but smile looking at her and I and I'm an elementary school teacher yeah. so I just couldn't help but like channel just yeah exuberance and joy and just like I'm <laughs> just so happy to be here <laughs> which I kind of like really don't have to act much because I am genuinely yeah. so happy Mm -hmm. to be here Mm -hmm. with these people experiencing radical black joy and Mm -hmm. um i don't really have to act much um and the audiences i've done theater for a very long time and very rarely when i look out into the audience do i see everyone smiling or clapping it's so affirming so i felt like i got to like put aside the lyrics and the music and the notes and just be mindful and present once the audience was there because it's very much a give and take, yeah. mm-hmm. especially with my cast members too. Like there's such a great support system because there are numbers that you're like, wow, yeah, club swing. And then there's like black and blue yeah. that brings you, mm-hmm. but like, we're all here for each other. Yeah, I want to talk about black and blue and I, I want to talk about what it means, whatever it means to you, because watching it from up there every night, I mean, it makes me cry. It's Mm. just like, it's so intensely powerful. And part of that is the setting of it. And part of it is the musical arrangement, which are these Mm -hmm. gorgeous harmonies. But talk about kind of the placement of that in the show. Justin, you and I had a discussion about kind of picking up after that song into that big finale. but. You know, whoever wants to kind of take that and run with it, talk about what that means to you. I'm, I, we had this discussion and we had this discussion like from the beginning um, of our rehearsal period. And what this show is, is not just a musical review. Mm -hmm. Um, This is, 
the fats wall is music, but this is also the black experience. Um, and this is just the, just a piece of the black experience, but it is the black experience. And what it's telling you is that this show is full of joy and the black experience is filled with joy. There's also some pain that goes along with that. And black and blue is that, that, that reminder that, you know, while we know how to fight through and we know how to keep pushing, we still have pain and we still have feelings and we still are human beings. Mm -hmm. And we need to make sure that we let people know, you know, there is still a, a issue even back then mm -hmm. in the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s of, you know, racism, discrimination and all of that. And that is still part of our experience now. And as that transitions into another song, it's telling you we have pain. Well, we always going to push through. Yes, oh, that that. Um, <laughs> sorry, that that transition to the end, to the next song, it kills me every mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I feel like this moment, like this peak of like sadness and hurt. There's a moment. Um, I say, what do I say about being alive? Like, why was I born? Why was I born? Mm -hmm. yeah. And then it's like it's very hard for me to come down from that point all the way to the end. And then every single night, and it always feels different because mm -hmm. every single night I'm recalling a mm -hmm. an experience yeah. that was hurtful to me that had to do with being who I am, which is a black woman. And so when we start to transition into the next song, I always like look out and I literally look at the faces of the audience members who are predominantly white at a lot of the shows. And it is just, you know, sadly, it's like a familiar feeling. Like I'm, I'm looking at them, and I'm showing, like, it's okay. I'm, I'm still gonna be good. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm still gonna smile. I'm still gonna be happy. But, you know, like just remember, like everything that I'm carrying on my back, and I'm still able to look at you, and show love and mm -hmm. smile, mm -hmm. knowing what I know and what I have experienced. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. that every single night gets me. Mm -hmm. Every night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, Sarah, I I mean, Sarah said it. I mean, <laughs> and like, it's it's hard for me too because um, you're right. Like, it is that little bit of a reminder. And then going right into uh, write myself a letter, like, it's just it's this moment of you know what? Like, yeah, like I, really trying times in life, and it's like it's just just for the color of my skin. Like, mm -hmm. I you know I can't hide the fact that I'm black. Like, you know, I, I there's nothing I can do to hide it. Like, it's just, it is, it's a fact of life. It's what's there. But, you know, whether being judged for it or not, like, it's just, you know, we just have to pick up and move on from there and just say, you know, it's, this is, this is what I deal with on a day to day. Constantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I could interject yeah, um, for a moment. Sure. Um, Something that stood out to me a lot um, in this rehearsal process was when Renee came to work with us to do some mm -hmm. character work. And I feel like during this process, we were all going through something really heavy and hard. And something that resonated with me was her reminding us that these people, our ancestors who performed this in the past, were dealing with Jim Crow, lynching, segregation, in the clubs that they were even performing in and still had to get up on stage with a smile on their faces mm -hmm. and push through. So you use that and you channel that. And I find it so interesting, this is our third weekend, almost every weekend I've done the show, 
I've had to contend with pushing down these feelings over what's going on in the real world today. I doing this last mm -hmm. night was really hard considering that was the release of the Tyree Nichol mm -hmm. video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it pains me to think that it is 2023 and we are still going through this. Um, but we still have to, how often are we allowed to show our pain? Mm -hmm. You know, like it, it, it's not lost on me that like we're still performing to a predominantly white audience yeah shucking and jiving so to speak sometimes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but at least in this show we get to like stop everything and say i need you to understand that while you're having a good time and i'm smiling ear to ear i'm still like sierra said carrying all this yep. every mm -hmm. single mm -hmm. time every single moment mm -hmm. right. there's, there's no break from it no, no. breaks from carrying not at all no. mm -mm. Mm -mm. but we are so resilient yes like yeah. so resilient yeah. that we are yeah, able to just like yes. when we go right yeah. into your number mm -hmm. i'm gonna sit right down it's like right and we're on right <laughs> because yeah. we, we that's what, what other choice do we have right I think that's a natural segue into this theater has been open now it's his sixth season to my knowledge this is the first all-black cast um, mm -hmm. that's that's been here Tia you were talking about you know picking up the the original cast album and and what that meant to you mm -hmm. um, and shout out to Prex by the way I haven't been there in a while but, <laughs> um, I guess let's let's talk about that first the experience of doing the show here and bringing that to this audience and then we can kind of expand it more to, to community theater in general. Can we go back on the history lesson? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Amos Behaven, if you didn't know, Amos Behaven is my absolute favorite number one show. I, know. I would do it over, <laughs> over and over and over again. Um, this, will be, this will be my first time doing the show, but it will not be my last. Mm. Um, but, but back in 2021, mm -hmm. I want to say, 2021, I was doing songs for a new world, and I know Sierra was in rehearsals for the 70s show, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but we had had communication because we're friends. We we uh, we were friends before um, that time, and we had the conversation. It's like we need to do Amos Behaving. They need to do Amos Behaving, mm -hmm. and yeah. we like throwing little bugs <laughs> every chance we every get. Chance like... we got, every chance we got, we like, hey, I forgot to throw little bugs in here. And um, 2021 happens, and I think um, uh, either Lewis or Jordan was like, "Yeah, I love Amos Behaving." We're yeah, like, okay. it was Lewis. We're just like, yeah. So we have a conversation, and we're like, we see the 2022 season announcement. I was like, uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna see Amos no, no, we're like, uh, uh, no, they have to do this show. We have to do this show. Mm -hmm. um, so when it came to be in 2023. Uh, that this was going to be the opening show of the season. Yeah. And I was like, over the moon, going crazy, all They of can't that. see me, but I'm dancing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Twerking it out. <laughs> uh, uh, um, but what was your question, Patrick? I don't even know. Oh, <laughs> like, no, the significance of like, this oh, the being a five. Right, oh, because, oh, yeah, because, because as several of you have said, you know, when you look out, the area that, that we are in and the patrons that come here it is i mean there's no hiding it it is a predominantly white audience mm -hmm. so right. i guess the the question really is you know now that this kind of is it a ceiling that's been broken or or I feel what like, i feel but. like it, it is even if it's not a full ceiling it's mm -hmm. definitely like it's some start. major yeah. cracks yeah. because yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's I, major you know start. i will say 
you know, as every single one of us is, we all have careers, we're busy people, right? Like, I would not, if I do not love this place and this community, I wouldn't waste my time. Like, this is an hour drive for me. Like, mm -hmm. this is an hour drive here and then an hour drive mm -hmm. back. And, you know, work is hard and right. life is hard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I come here already because I do mm -hmm. feel that this community like was showing me that they were ready for mm -hmm. this. Like mm -hmm. I was seeing that. I was very much feeling like, yeah, we we can handle this because mm -hmm. all I ever have received in this community is just straight up love. I mean, yeah. I got people that come to the shows and, and say like, oh, I saw you were in it. So, you know, I'm coming to all your shows. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, they're genuinely supportive. So the acknowledgement. They, yeah. The yeah. acknowledgement and it doesn't feel disingenuous. It, mm -hmm. it just feels like these are people who are just open-hearted yes. people who want to just be inspired by good art and are yes. not thinking about, oh, she's black. Yeah. Wow, yes. look at that. Because even I'll say, you, I've told you yeah. this about Suzical, right? Like, mm -hmm. I always get typecasted as the sour kangaroo. Mm -hmm. The one mm -hmm. thing that I always said when that moment happened that I got Maisie, I was like, oh, this place is exactly what I thought it was. Like, just trying to just recall that all of us, we are not a monolith. There's mm -hmm. different things about each black person allow us to show that. Mm -hmm. And so us having this all black cast like this, when all of us literally are all so all different, different, literally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Completely showing different. that, and 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 all of these people giving us the beautiful feedback that they've been giving us for the last several weekends, like it definitely feels like something has changed, and and people mm -hmm. are ready for more black art, right? Like, and even from behind the scenes, like I've, I've never so. A lot of theaters need to do work as mm -hmm. far as making sure they're getting their diversity and inclusion. Right, which um, was going to be, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. kind of where I was going. Yeah. 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 So yeah. It, it's important for some theaters to make sure that they do that. Um, but in no way, shape, or form did I feel like, so the reason why I continue to return here and I've been with them, mm, how many years is this? Oh, gosh. Seven years? Mm -hmm. Seven years that mm -hmm. is, since, I've, yeah. since I've been working with them. And they always make me feel supported or in any time an issue is brought up and it's brought to their attention or a concern is brought up it is acknowledged it is accepted yeah. and you know within reason it's changed so there there's there is change that happens there so i commend you know lewis jordan and jenny for always making sure that you know doing their best to to you know hear what we're saying acknowledge that and then making efforts to change no one's perfect we're not we're not perfect we don't we we're not you know we don't expect we, perfection no it's like because there's no such thing as perfection yeah, like yeah. we just want we yeah. just want people yeah. to and yeah, exactly. people to try yes mm -hmm. and it and and exactly like and acknowledge the fact that they are trying right and, mm -hmm. you know oh right. I was wrong in this aspect. Let me yes. do what I can to correct. Absolutely, that. Mm -hmm. absolutely. So it's important for us to 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 see that, and that's that's my thing. I when you're in a relationship, no one's asking for your partner to be completely changed. If you say something that you, if they do something that you don't like, and you call them out on it, yeah. if they're making progress, let them make their progress. Right. It's not an overnight thing. Right. Um, I uh, I think that it's important for theaters to understand that 
just because we did this show does not mean that they can't do additional shows after that. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't be the one show, <laughs> right. right? Splat in there, and then everything else is yeah. real um, lighter hued. So, <laughs> well, you know? so so let me open that up to you. We were just back in the green room listening uh -huh. to the Wiz. Uh -huh. What 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 else would you like to uh, see here? Uh, the, the, the Wiz. Open it. question. Yep. Definitely the Wiz. <laughs> the color purple. Color oh, purple. Yeah. I mean, I've said this many a time, but when the rights become available, I would love to see them do Aladdin because I know yeah. they did yeah. that right. Uh, yeah. 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 Ragtime. Yeah. Ragtime. Rag yeah, and uh, they did the they did do they it in did. concert. Yeah. Before. Yes, I was we do it one. again inside. We do it inside. <laughs> right. uh, when I'm available. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what are you talking about, Sean? <laughs> what, um, what other shows? Uh, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, we should. Yeah, those are the big ones, though. Like we really like yeah. pay attention to those. Dream Girls. Yeah. I was gonna say Dream both Girls. of you have done Dream Girls. We did Dream Girls. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We want. A good experience. Mm. So, <laughs> yup, yup. <laughs> um, yes. So yeah, it's a, it's a. Um, there, there are a number of things, and just also knowing that we not only just want to do black shows, Thank we want to do shows that, that are not not being not considered just. for other things. Mm -hmm. And this is the other thing that I have to commend them for because, mm -hmm. um, this past summer I auditioned for Thoroughly Modern Millie mm -hmm. with. Absolutely, because of the experiences that I've had in the past mm -hmm. of not being cast and roles that you might be, you might dream about, but you're like, no, they're gonna cast white boy number 34 mm -hmm. to to do this role. And this yeah. is like no shade to that, but like it's it's what happens. Mm -hmm. So, um, or it's what happened in the past. So I auditioned and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go, I just wanna tap, I'll be in the ensemble, I'll be okay. I just wanna do a show. And I get an email and it's like, Hey, so we're offering you Jimmy in yeah. Middle And I was like, <laughs> you what? are. Girl <laughs> what? <laughs> so we want that opportunity too, because there are so many shows that are not race specific right. and that mm -hmm. are these fictional tales, and mm -hmm. you can cast somebody else in another role. It does not have to be who it went to traditionally. Right. And I use air quotes for that. So, like, it's, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. You know, for other projects too. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Oh, not just yes. Called for a specific right. Mm -hmm. show. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Is there anything that I'm, you know, not asking you about this experience specifically, or kind of what we've talked about in in general that you think is is worthy to get out there? I'll say one thing. Uh, I think a lot of theater companies, and this is for everyone, not just Music Mountain Theater, I feel like a lot of theater companies need to pay attention to the after. I think there needs to be, especially specifically with black shows mm -hmm. or um, ethnically diverse shows or ethnic uh, uh, specific shows, um, it is important to do some sort of exit survey mm -hmm. with your cast. Um, it is important so that you know what to expect but also it's important for artistic directors, directors of theater companies to make sure that there's an after. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, and I I've, I've know we've, we've had discussions about this where 
other theater companies use us for they're like we want you for this black show or we need this one black person in this show and then you don't hear yeah, back right. from them yeah, until they need another black right. role mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and there has and to be an after exactly right. and then and then you then you get upset because now you're trying to cast a, a black specific show and mm-hmm. you can't find anyone mm-hmm. well you didn't treat the people right that you had here before so how do you expect that or you're not welcoming to them and saying I want you to come out for this show that's that we're doing next week next month mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah. yeah but I do want to applaud um, MTT for for putting on this show I've been doing theater for maybe like since preschool but community <laughs> theater since um, going to TCNJ that's right and this is like the first I'm, I'm 33 and this is the first time in my life that I've gotten to share the stage with all black Oh, yeah. So for me, wow. I'm like, this is, this, me too. this is literally a dream. I'm going to miss this. Yeah. It's so rare. I'm so used to yeah. being the token and almost 100% same here. Same here. School, theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like such a gift. So i so thankful for MTT for this opportunity because not many theaters do it. So yeah. I just want to yeah. say thank you. <laughs> yes. Ain't Misbehavin' was nominated for five Tony Awards in its original run and won three, including Best Direction for Richard Maltby Jr., Best Performance by a Featured Actress in a Musical for Nell Carter, and the 1978 Tony for Best Musical. Thanks for listening to this episode of Just Upstage of Downtown, the Music Mountain Theater podcast. Stay tuned for our next installment. I'm Patrick Lavery. To be continued.